Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Perky Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Reminder, this is our last episode before the brief Pesach, Passover hiatus. God willing, we'll come back in a week and a half or so right after Pesach. And we'll take a little hiatus then, and then we're going to try to finish a few more weeks of Season 3. And we'll go into our summer hiatus coming back, God willing, we nether for Season 4 with a different commentary. We're using Yad Avraham. We're in 512. Hey, you'd bet, talking 4. Remember, all previous episodes are at anchor.fm slash rebt. So let's talk for four types of students. Arba Midos Bitalmidim. There are four types of of students, maher l'shmoa or maher l'abed, one who is quick to grasp but quick to lose. Yatsa schara behefseda, the same terminology as yesterday. His reward is offset by his loss. Kasha l'shmoa ve l'abed, one who is slow to grasp and slow to lose. Again, yatsa hefseda b'schara, switching it around. His loss is offset by his reward. Again, switching the terminology between the two phrases. Maher l'shmoa ve kasha l'abed chacham, one who is quick to grasp and slow to lose is a wise person. Interesting how yesterday it used the term of the best traits would be a chassid, but today the best trait, best learner is a chacham. Interesting why we choose a different terminology versus each Mishnah. Kasha l'shmoa maher l'abed, one who is slow to grasp and quick to lose, zechelik ra. This is a bad light. Lot. Again, we don't use the terminology Rashi here because it's just different types of learning abilities. We're not saying someone is wicked because he doesn't retain the information so well. We're just saying this is not the best type of lot to have. So obviously the best is when, you, when you're quick to grasp and slow to lose. That's the best type of learning method to have, the best type of student to be. So these are the four types of students. The first type of student finds it easy to comprehend his teacher's lesson, as Machsavici points out, but is not able to retain the information and quickly loses it. His sharp mind offers no lasting benefit if he leaves the lesson with no more knowledge than when he entered it, as pointed out by Rashi, Raviona, Machsavici, and Meiri. The Tana therefore concludes that the advantage, quote-unquote, the reward of this student's intellectual capabilities outweighed by his disadvantage advantage is lost, quote-unquote, pointed out by Rav, Rav, Yonar, Machsavici. The terms reward and loss were used in the previous Mishnah in a literal sense to connote a spiritual benefit or penalty, but in our Mishnah today, they simply indicate an academic advantage or disadvantage for the quality of man's intellect is predetermined by God and is not subject to either reward or punishment, pointed out by Ramam commentary. But Medrash Shmuel proposes that man can still strive to overcome his innate foible, fo- foibles, foibles, I'm not sure how to say that, and even earn a greater spiritual reward, whatever the word is, or neglect his strengths and suffer a loss. I don't always say the words right, sorry about that. Medrash Shmuel addresses why the Tana here changes from the term Noach, easy, to Maher, quick, because of Easy could, it easily could have said Noach l'shmov and Noach l'abed. While the word Noach does denote quick or easy, it also implies pleasant or desired, like in 310 above, kol shiroch habreis noche, which when the fellows are, fellows are pleased with him. Although one can forget his wisdom quickly, he does not do so happily or willingly. Therefore, the more appropriate word is maher, quick to lose. So one who is slow to grasp and slow to lose his loss is offset by his reward. This second type of student must exert himself to understand the lesson. But once he acquires it, once he gets it, he will not quickly forget it. His powers of retention more than offset the effort required to absorb the material. 
placing him at an advantage over his quick-witted counterpart, as pointed out by Rashi, Rav Yonah, and Machservici. Practically, between these two types of students, it's talking about when there are only sufficient funds to support one of them. Such a case, the student with the better memory takes precedent over the student with the sharper mind, pointed out by Rav and Rav Yonah. But, neither student should allow his disadvantage to discourage him from continuing his studies, for we are sure that all efforts, large or small, in the study of Torah are ultimately rewarded, according to Rav Yonah. You know, there is a mission later on that says we don't have to finish everything, but we are not exempted from it. We have to do what we can. We have to put in our exertion, and that's what Hashem wants. It's not about how much material we gain. It's really how much effort we get at trying the material, because, of course, we're not going to be able to get everything over our 120 years, God willing, but we have to put in something and try at least a little bit. That's why they have to keep trying. Not only that, but a course of discipline, Torah study has the innate ability to improve one's mental skills, and over time, the, the dedicated student will find it easier to both grasp concepts and remember them, pointed out by Maganavos. Therefore, let's go to the next one. One who is quick to grasp and slow to lose, that's the wise one. This is the ideal student who possesses the best of both traits and therefore is most likely to succeed in the acquisition of great wisdom. The combination of skills is truly a unique gift. One who is quick to grasp and naturally is quick and one who is quick to grasp is naturally quick to forget, since he requires so little time to process the information that it leaves no lasting impression on his mind. Conversely, one who remembers well usually has to expend much effort in the acquisition of the material. Therefore, one who can easily comprehend and retain his lessons is deserving of the turtle. The t- excuse me, is deserving of the title wise, as pointed out by Major Shmuel. I guess I'm thinking about turtles. I printed out a picture of a turtle before. Even if it's phrased, the Mishnah warns the wise student that he must take care to review his studies, for it does not describe him as one who is quick to grasp and does not lose, but slow to lose, implying that he too can come to forget. For financial support, the wise student takes precedence over either of the two, pointed out by Tefarsi Yisrael. Meiris and others look at this a little differently where it's replacing the word chacham is replaced by chelek tov, a good law, which would be the converse of chelek ra, the end of the Mishnah, meaning that one who possesses these characteristics is blessed with a favorable lot in life. point to recommend this version is that it complements the Mishnah's description where we say bad lot, just like we mentioned. One who is slow to grasp and quick to lose, this is a bad lot. Here the Tana laments the lot of a student who unfortunately has trouble grasping the lesson and after all his efforts to do so quickly forgets it, pointed out by Rav. Although such a person is clearly at a disadvantage, rather than give up, he should redouble his efforts, as above intensified Torah study will sharpen both his ability to comprehend and retain his lessons, pointed out by Maganavos. So here it's appropriate to assign labels such as pious or wicked, it's not appropriate, excuse me, that's what we were saying before, it's not appropriate to assign labels such as pious or wicked to the different types of students. These terms convey a chosen path in life, whereas the quality of man's intellect is not under his control, but predetermined by God. Pointed out by Rav, Ramakamter, Yonah, Meiri, and Maganavos. Also, the Gemara Nida in 16b shows that the angel appointed to oversee the conception of a new embryo takes the drop from which the child will be conceived and sets it before the Shem and says, and master the world. This drop, what's its destiny? Will it be mighty? Will it be weak? Will it be intelligent or foolish, wealthy or poor? Which obviously shows that everything is predetermined by God, except for Yerushimayim. Even so, the antidote for a poor memory is well known. Anyone whose fear of sin precedes his wisdom, his wisdom will endure. We talked about a few weeks ago. With the remedy at hand, why is it one who does not take advantage of it not considered wicked? Tosos Yomtev answers the purity of purpose described by that Mishnah is a lofty level. One who has yet to reach such a level will not be faulted for an innate 
made forgetfulness beyond his control. For further method of preserving one's wisdom, you could see Megillah. So obviously, it's not always within our ability to have such capabilities, such qualities. We can be born with some on them, some of the others. But of course, what we can do is try little by little, learn little by little, exhort ourselves little by little, and review our studies. There's no better way of retaining things with review. That's why someone who finishes Dafyomi, it's very easy to say, I'm done. But if you go at it again, you'll retain more this time. Then you do it again, you'll retain more that time. So you go through it again and again. So to the idea with Perky Elvis, that each time we do it, we try to learn something different, different commentary. Hopefully more stays within us. We feel more morally uplifted, more ethically uplifted, hopefully, with the use of Perky Elvis and all things Torah. So join us as we come back after the break, God willing, the small hiatus where we talk about four types of charity, a great Mishnah. No Snake Sadaka here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.